Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Friday, everybody. Bob Getty, Kelly Sander, and Dalton Stanford from the First Bike Studio in Hattiesburg. Luke off today. Glad you're with us for this edition of the Eagle Hour, wherever you're listening around the great state of Mississippi this afternoon on the Super Talk Radio Network. We're glad to have you. McKinley West, track superstar. McKinley West will be joining us a little later in the show. A really familiar name with uh, Southern Miss Baseball is about to come on the show here in just a couple of minutes, and uh, we're looking forward to both of those conversations. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, our friends down uh, near the Hattiesburg Mall. They cook fresh meats every day. They'll cater any event you may have, large or small. The food is always delicious, and it's always fresh at Dickie's Barbecue Pit. And a great place, Kelly. The next time you want to entertain Dalton and I and all the staff here for the Eagle Hour over yeah, at your place, you cater it in from Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Do, do I look like I made a money, you two guys? <laughs> but if I was if I was going to do that, Bob. You would go to Dickie's Absolutely, Barbecue Pit. Absolutely, you bet. We appreciate Dickie's support of the Eagle Hour and, of course, of Southern Miss Athletics. All right, our first guest as we continue to visit with some of our departing baseball players is a name that's going to be very familiar to all Eagle Hour listeners, Storm Cooper has been a mainstay uh, at second base, shortstop, and uh, throughout the baseball program for the last four years from Wentzville, Missouri, and Timberland High School. Storm has come in and had a lot of big clutch hits, and none ever bigger, Kelly Santer, than that great double down the first baseline in the Rice game. And we're going to get to it, but I just the way you introduce them, our departing scene, he's not like dying well, no, or anything. No, 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 they're going on to other things <laughs> in their life. There's no question about that. Storm Cooper, welcome to the Eagle Hour. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, we're glad to have you, man. I, I'm gonna a lot of things to ask you about. Uh, I, I, I got to kind of, I got to kind of make an honest observation here. He, this kid's always been one of my favorite players. He's always come through <laughs> with some really big clutch hits, and uh, his, I just always thought has been an outstanding player for the Golden Eagles. And but no bigger hit, Storm. Now you've had a lot of big ones through your career, but. None could have been any bigger than that uh, double down the first baseline against Rice when it looked like all hope was lost. And I know that before you made that hit, uh, coaches stopped the game, and you were surrounded by coaches. You had coaches on all three sides of you, talking, talking, talking. Take us back to that minute. Can you share with us what they were saying to you, and can you share with us uh, that moment where you come in and make that huge clutch hit? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, to start it off, I don't even think I was – I didn't even think I was going to get up that inning because um, I believe it was I had like five batters before me. But uh, going to where the coaches were talking, um, they just told me to stay in my zone, um, don't chase any pitches because that's what he was going to do. The first couple of pitches, that's all what Rice is about. Just with their off speed, they got really good off speed. Um, so I wanted to get probably a fastball I preferred, um, not not chasing anything, and just I know. It was, I think it was three and one, and I knew that was the 
time I had to hit a fastball in the zone, and that's the one where I hit it down the line. Now, what were you feeling when you got to second base? You had to be feeling good because the place exploded, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, I looked back, and the whole dugout was almost there out of the dugout, and I just got me really energized. I was really excited. Right, and then you come on to uh, to play the rest of the tournament and I, uh, the rest of the year, really, and uh, and came on and just did an outstanding job. We talked to Coach Kaye the day after that Rice game, and I and I got to tell you, Storm, he he had high high praise for you, and he said you had been the most professional kid on the team all year. Uh, he, in fact, he said you will forever wear a Golden Eagle jersey. Nothing but the highest of praise uh, from Coach Kaye. Uh, about your determination and your professionalism, uh, and you sort of took that—you uh, sort of took that as 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 your mentor throughout your career, I gather. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, how I, hard uh, was it to come off when you when you're called into a game like that? That kind—I got to be honest with you—I felt sorry for you because you were standing there, and these coaches are all around you, and you know. If, Bottom line is, if you don't get a hit, we lose the game in all likelihood, and, uh, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, and get off to a terrible, terrible start in the tournament. But you came through. How difficult is it to come to come into a game like that and be put under that kind of pressure? Um, I mean, it's really tough. Um, but I, that's what I've been doing for the most, like, probably half of my career at Southern Miss. So I kind of got used to it, and I kind of knew what what to expect. But at that point, like towards the end of the year, I was kind of changing to the mentality of like, I don't, this is my senior year. I do not want to go home. So I kind of took that in the last at bat and just, mm-hmm. I took advantage of it and I uh, had that hit. But you know, Storm, it'd be re- it would be real easy to kind of fold up your tent. And and get all you know, get all mad because you weren't getting to play as much as you wanted to. Of course, everybody likes to compete; they want to be out there on the field. What note and message do you have for high school kids who are now, you know, they're coming up playing travel ball? They got to play probably every inning of every game. Well, they get to high school and now they have to compete for time. They have to compete for positions. What advice do you have uh, for them, having been in that type of situation, particularly this year? Um, I know that's uh, yeah. I- in high school, I never never really sat a game, but uh, coming to college, it's uh, you play with everybody up to your your ability. So you got to have a better mindset, um, and you got to lock in whenever you uh, you're in those tough tough spots, and um, just keep. I would say don't, because you know how like a lot of people want to transfer. I just I just enjoyed coming to uh, the field every day and being around the teammates. That's what that's what made it easy for me. I enjoyed this team. This is probably the favorite team I ever played on in my life. Um, but uh, just keep working hard, and uh, your time will come. Can I ask you two stupid questions? Number one, is it Missouri or Missouri? Missouri. I do get Missouri a lot, though. Because I always thought it was like from depending on what part of the state you're in. And then with the name like Storm Cooper and the Star Wars saga that's been around forever, of course, the, the bad guys who were terrible shots, by the way, were the Storm Troopers. All right. So how much Star Wars crap did you catch over the year being named Storm Cooper? Um, I mean, I probably I got that a lot. That's uh, <laughs> probably one of the biggest nicknames I've had. Uh, by the fans too, but uh, yeah, I mean, I get that a lot. I'm not too big of a Star Wars fan, but um, I do hear that a lot. Well, I've heard a lot of guys say that you have the best baseball name they'd ever heard. 
Storm Cooper. What a baseball name! I heard that five thousand times. How did you How did you come about getting the name of Storm? I honestly, I do not know. I, I one thing that I one thing that I do get a lot is from like substitute teachers saying Stormy. Uh-huh. I, I don't even think Coach Barry called me Storm. He's always called me Stormy. Right. I get that a lot. Too. Well, we we know President Trump used to hang out with a person named Stormy, but that <laughs> 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 another show ent- entirely. But Storm, what I want to know, babe, is now that you're you're going to be away from Hattiesburg, what are you going to do with your Wednesday nights, you're going to have to change your route. Your Wednesday, your Wednesday. I honestly route. have no clue. I mean, um, right now, I know I'm going to be doing a lot of this. I'm sitting by the pool back home. Oh, wow. Enjoying my time. But um, I do graduate in December, so I will be back in the fall. So I do have another semester of that. So, so more Wednesday nights uh, ahead, at least this fall. Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do, we'll just leave it after, at that. Right? <laughs> after I get all my homework done, yeah. Oh, of course, of course. After you get your yeah. homework done. So, when is the dream job, Storm? Once you do graduate, um, I don't know. I mean, um, my one thing I've always liked or wanted to do was be a uh, farm real estate, just sell farms. I'm I'm real big into hunting up here, and we got a couple farms in Missouri and Illinois, and um, I know the area really well, and that's always been one thing that i really wanted to do well your first client should be taylor braley then right <laughs> yeah he's actually the one that took me on my visit <laughs> a couple of country guys getting together and, uh, and having all right fun. so tell us how do you make your way from winsville missouri to hattiesburg uh, after you finish high school um so coach kaya i believe it was summer ball of my junior year mm-hmm. and uh coach kaya saw me at a tournament down uh I want to say it was either Memphis and then Georgia. And then he saw me play uh, for a couple weekends, and then he gave me a call for my visit and came down there, and I loved the place. Uh, loved all the coaches. All the teams seemed pretty cool, too. And um, it was I believe it was one of the best offers, too. So mm-hmm. I think I took it about a week later. I was really excited about it. Were you aware during your career that you were, and I think it's fair to say this, you were like a team favorite among many, many of the people in the fan base. Were you aware of that storm? Uh, not, I wouldn't say it wasn't until the, I guess the last, that last week or so, I had a lot of more people coming up to me. But I would say I was playing more, so. Right. Um, they were just coming up to me, telling me good game and stuff, but I, I took that in. Well, you were, man, and you did a great job, and we really appreciate everything you've done for the program. And thanks a lot for being on the show. It was fun talking to you. All right, appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. See you, Storm. Storm Cooper, everybody, one of the, I think, one of the coolest kids on the team. We'll be right back.
tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Bob, Kelly, and Dalton from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. It is the TGIF edition of the Eagle Hour. I want to thank Storm Cooper for coming on the show. What a great conversation, Kelly, and what a what a good kid that is. From Wentzville, Missouri. Missouri, yeah. Storm Cooper. You know, and uh, Coach Kaye did tell us uh, the day after the Rice game uh, at the tournament, just nothing but compliments about Storm Cooper because he said Storm was an unusual kid in the respect that whether he was playing or not, and he certainly didn't get to play as much as he wanted to, he came to practice 100% effort every day, 100% professional, and he said that's getting more and more unusual. Joy Lee McNellis, when we did the remote from uh, from uh, Sully's a couple weeks ago, she talked about this transfer portal now in the NCAA so now it's it's a different world now where if people don't get to play, it's not that they're going to try to outcompete somebody and try to win a position. If they don't get to play, they're going to transfer. Yeah. And you just heard Storm say right. that. Okay. Right. So now you've got players putting their name on this transfer portal that their own coach can see. Right. All right. So that right. pretty much tells his current coach right. he doesn't want to be there. Right. Right. But I mean, it's but Storm didn't do that. He no, said, you know what, I'm just going to do my job and work as hard as I can. And like he said, I will get my chance. He did, and he made the most of it. So it's a good ending to a good lesson that all kids should learn. Don't quit. Keep right. working. Control the things that you can control. Absolutely. And he made a major, major contribution to the postseason run his senior year. And you're right. That's just a good end to a good story. I mean, if you, if, if you, what guarantee if you transfer – what guarantee do you have you're going to start there? Then right. what are you going to do? You're going to transfer again? No, the bottom line is get to work. Right. That's right. All right. Our thanks to Storm Cooper for coming on the show. Enjoyed that conversation. This segment is sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Great selection of Southern Miss apparel. A lot of stuff for your house and your car as well. You can visit them on Hardy Street. They're open Monday through Saturday. Or you can visit them online at CampusBookmart.net. All right, we've been talking a lot uh, over the last, well, couple months and certainly this week about track and field. And, Kelly, we have one of the true superstars of the track and field program. McKinley West is an All-American sprinter for Southern Miss. Uh, McKinley, uh, welcome to the show. I was going to go down. Thank you, thank you. I was going to go down the list of all the track meets that you won this year. We've, you, we've only got an hour. First, but we've only got about 30 minutes. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so how do you get from how do you get from is it Camilla Georgia? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So how do you yes, get sir. from Camilla Georgia to Hattiesburg? And if you say by car, I'm going to slap you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I normally uh, get on I-10 through Tallahassee and come on through. No, okay, I'm going to uh, slap him. No. <laughs> <laughs> so how did how did Southern Miss learn about you and vice versa? <laughs> um, I went to um, a junior college in Kansas and. Coach Stewart has a great relationship uh, with one of the head coaches up there. So uh, he just came up, took a visit up there and um, offered me to come down to Hasbro to take a visit. And I just fell in love with it from there. When, Be honest. When you first got that invitation, did you say to yourself and to your loved ones, Hattiesburg? What, what's in Hattiesburg? <laughs> kind of. And it was <laughs> Mississippi. So I was like, I've never been. I don't know what to expect. But it came out um, very good. I cannot complain at all. Yeah, I would say. And, you know, yeah. ed- educate us about being trained 
as a sprinter? Because most people, to the layperson like me who doesn't know anything about it, you think you just go out there and, and run. But there obviously uh, are ways yeah. that you can improve running technique, yes? Yes, it, it's, it's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, we start practice in late August, and then our season go. We have two seasons, indoor and outdoor, and it goes all the way to June. So we put in a lot of uh, preparation, a lot of hard work during um, August to December because the season started in January. So it's just a lot of things out there for as um, mechanical stuff, techniques and stuff that um, Stuart worked with us on. And a lot of come with like a lot of strength and speed conditioning okay. that a lot of people don't know about. So McKinley, I'm reading here, I'm going to start 2019 – Conference USA Indoor Track and Field Championship, 60 meters first place, 60 meters first place, 200 meters first place. Conference USA Outdoor Championship, 100 meters first place, 200 meters second place. Uh, The 2018 Conference USA Outdoor Track and Field Championship, 100 meters first place, 200 meters second place. I'm guessing that there were some guys running track in Conference USA that got sick of seeing you show up, McKinley. <laughs> yes, they told me congratulations, and I'm glad to see you leave at Conference. <laughs> is, is that the message you got from other uh, from other track athletes? Uh, yeah, it's more humbling, though, um, because they want to get an opportunity to win first place, too. So, <laughs> right. Right. so I think that was the, uh, the biggest thing that they was happy to see me leave. And again, as as a layperson, you would think running is running, right? Yeah. So so, why why can't sprinters necessarily be long distance runners and vice versa? Is there a different technique or, or running is um, running, right? So why why shouldn't <laughs> they be able to do both? Um, I think for the sprinters, um, our body types are different. Our, our muscles are different, so our muscles fire different ways than distance runners. So as a sprinter. You give me a mile to run, I won't be able to do it. Like I would complain about it. I still will be I'll still be able to do it, but it won't be as fast as the the mile runners that actually does it every day. I think it's uh really kinda like a mental thing and also our body type. Is it do you train differently? Do distance runners train differently than sprinters? Oh, definitely. They um they warm ups and stuff be like two, three miles. Our warm up may be like thirty minutes for practice. There's going to be an hour. <laughs> How did you get started in track and field? Did you play any other sports coming up as a kid in Georgia? Um, I played football for three years in high school. And then I really started track my 11th grade year. Um, it's just something everybody told me I should do because I was trying to fast on the football field. So I just went on the track and tried it. And I won state my, um, my first year running in the 200 meter. Okay. So I kind of um, focused on that more than football. That would also lead me to believe then, McKinley, that you had stone hands. <laughs> <laughs> if, you could, if you could run fast but can't catch it, it doesn't do us any good, right? <laughs> no, I could catch. Uh, <laughs> I was a decent player. So, McKinley, when did, how old were you when you began to realize that maybe I'm faster than all my friends? I can outrun everybody that I'm hanging out with every day? Um, probably around middle school. You know, we used to go out, um, play football and stuff like that, and nobody could ever catch me, but I just didn't ever think of, like, transitioning to track at the time. Uh-huh. Because our track uh, program didn't really have a, um, 
our middle school didn't really have a track program mm-hmm. that I remember. Mm-hmm. So, and then I also waited so late to start track in my, in eleventh grade in high school. So. It has been a journey. What what a skill set to have though, because as many times as I ticked my dad off, I mean, if could have outrun it, it made life a lot easier. <laughs> you got right. that right. 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 Uh, so McKinley, you run a ten point oh nine in the uh, NCAA outdoor championships. Well, earlier this month, put in perspective if you can for our listeners just how fast that is compared to. I don't know your your average guy, your average football player that runs a hundred meter, uh, yeah, hundred meters like that. How much quicker is that than the average guy? Um, I think an average football player with some type of speed still can compare to a, a track athlete with our speed. Uh, just a simple fact that we train every day for it, so a football player definitely can compete with it. And for the fans, uh, a ten oh nine is kind of a world a world class standard. Anything in a ten O's you're considered respectable. Um and also that qualified me for um United States championships in Iowa um next month with um the pros and and people. So so in, in that hundred the hundred meters, yeah? Um, right. what's the most important part of that particular race, McKinley? The start, the middle or the end? Uh, I think it's two. It's definitely the start, and it's definitely the ending. You can have a bad start, but you still can come along at the end of the race and win. So for me, my biggest two things is my start and my finish, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other charities will agree with me on that. Yeah, I guess coming out of the block, so to speak, is crucial. But he makes a good point yeah. that, it, that if you if you're not if you didn't click it just right, you have time, although not much. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> McKinley, we may we may run up on a break here, and I've still got a couple more questions. So if we if we get short of time, can you hang on through the commercial break? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, we may get interrupted here, but I, I want to talk to you just for a minute about how how long we got. We've got about 10 seconds. I'll tell you what. Stay right where you are, McKinley. We're going to come back to you here on the other side of the commercial break, all right? Okay. We're talking to McKinley West, All-American Sprinting Star on the Southern Miss Track and Field Team. And we're going to continue our conversation about the Nationals that he's about to compete in and what the future holds for one of the great sprinters of all time to wear the black and gold. Stay with us. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Welcome back, everybody. Glad you're with us this afternoon. This segment is sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill, where you get a delicious plate lunch five days a week. For how much, Kelly? $8.95, and that includes the drink. And you've participated in 
every day have a yeah. But support. when but when you leave a tip, they would appreciate it if you wouldn't write on a piece of paper, "Lucky Lindy in the fourth at Belmont Park." <laughs> no, they're asking for money. Of course, yeah, they're, they're looking. The for servers money. are certainly worth it. Now they have great sandwiches, of course, great drinks, uh, pool tables, all sorts of fun activities at Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Great Southern Miss memorabilia collection for you to peruse through and enjoy. And uh, we hope the next time you're down there, you'll tell them that uh, the Eagle Hour sits you down. And, you know, when you're there, too, you can actually have a conversation yeah. without, oh, a, yeah. without a live band no, screaming in your ear. that's exactly correct. And you know? I think that's kind of important. Yeah, actually. for sure. And I think that is. All right, I want to thank Storm Cooper for being on the show today. We're talking to one of the great track stars in Southern Miss history, McKinley West, who I guess holds just about every sprinting record there is to hold now here at USM. McKinley, <laughs> when you came here, could you have ever envisioned the, uh, well, the absolutely enormous success that you've enjoyed the last two years? Uh, not really, but I can say that, um, I was, I had an expectation in my, um, in myself to be the, one of the best sprinters in the, um, in college. So if I know if, if I could have been one of the best sprinters in college, I could, you know, do anything like with USM records and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I really didn't know what the records was until I started breaking them. <laughs> then I started looking. <laughs> now you know, don't you, McKinley? <laughs> <laughs> Mechanically and technically, how are you a different sprinter today than you were in junior college? Uh, I'm more patient. Uh, I don't try to rush um, things anymore. I let it come naturally now. So that's one of the biggest things, my biggest things that I had to learn over time, just be patient and set up the race to finish. And now, now, wait a minute. You, you say you're patient and don't rush things. You're a yes. sprinter, McKinley. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It sounds crazy, but it, it helps. Um, you talk, think, are you just, talking about the learning process? You, no, just the uh, actual race, to be honest. Okay. Um, it's just with, even though it's so fast, you want to. You still want to be patient. You kind of want to um, train your body to do muscle memory. Whatever you you do at practice, you bring to the track meet and do it there. So that's why I say having patience because you can get out there and rush and mess up everything, especially in the blocks. If you rush, you might have a false start. So just I, my biggest thing is just being patient and let it come naturally and not rush things. Hmm. All right, now give us an honest answer here. 100 meters, how much of a head start would Kelly and I have to have on you to have a chance to beat you in the 100 meters? Um, probably 70 meters. <laughs> oh, you think so, eh? You think so, huh? Uh, I believe him. <laughs> well, we're, Bob's about Bob's about six one. I'm about six one. Bob weighs about well, he weighs less than I do. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I, I I actually was thinking more like uh, you know. I'm thinking with Kelly McKinley, it would be like eighty five meters. Might, might, might give him a chance at the line. And you know what I do? I would run five steps, and as he cro- as he passed me, I'd say, "Psych." <laughs> so McKinley, one other question, man. Have you gotten used to this McKinley West All American? Uh, not really. I try not to think about it honestly. <laughs> Is that right? Well, you're yeah. a humble guy. So what's what's next for you, man? What Go, going where to you Iowa go from huh? here? Uh, trying to well, going to Iowa at the end of next month and trying to turn professionally. I hope that um comes along sometime this month or next month 
Mm-hmm. Now, in well, Iowa, where, where in Iowa? It's at Des Moines. My hometown. Is that right? Oh, Des Moines. Is that right? Probably right. at Drake Stadium, if I'm... And, yeah, and, and that's McKinley, right. And McKinley, obviously, okay. in, in a lot of sports, there's this open road to professional sports, if you're right. good enough. And you clearly have the talent. In track and field, is there a road for to become a professional track and field athlete? Uh, just basically uh, running world-class times, you know, um, just putting yourself out there and light up everybody in the professional world, you know, agents and different brands. Mm-hmm. So just being like NCAA All-American helped me a lot. So um, I think just exposing yourself, you know, um, making sure you work hard every day and practice so you can get that exposure. And mm-hmm. so those different type of people can look at you and contact you. Right. Do you think the heat and humidity that you grew up with in Georgia helped you or hindered you as you developed as a sprinter? It helped a lot, uh, especially just being out over the summer, playing back home, you know, then coming over here. It, it's no different. And then going into these, uh, like, Texas was kind of different. I ran to Texas before, but this year was different. It was hot. <laughs> yeah. So I, it, it, it helps a lot. Right. All right, McKinley. So finally, you think 70 meters. If we start 70 meters down the track, we have a chance to compete with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still saying he's going to smoke by you. At about 90 meters, Kelly, all you're going to see is his back as he goes screaming by you. Well, he better hope so because he, he would never live it down, I assure you. Hey, McKinley, congratulations, man, on a stellar career, and uh, we really appreciate you taking the time. been fun talking to you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. All I right. really appreciate it. All right. McKinley West, everybody. And the track and field team had a run this year, didn't they? I mean, no pun intended. No, but I mean, they had an enormous run. In fact, his teammate, John Warren, was just named the male field athlete of the year in Conference USA. He's a triple jumper that broke uh, the conference record for triple jump, the school record for triple jump. McKinley broke virtually every sprint record there was uh, in Conference USA and uh, here, of course, at Southern Miss. These two guys, there were really four. There were four that made All American, Kelly. But these two guys right here, John Warren and McKinley West, I think they were fair to say the the leaders of this resurgent program. But you were talking about me getting a seventy meter lead. Now, now look, I'm not a, a metric system guy. Right. About how far is it? Bobby? I have no idea. Esquire, can you explain that to us? Um, Meters. I know, uh, about one meter is uh, roughly about uh, three feet. So a meter and a yard is are about the same. the same. I think so. They're yeah. about the same. Yeah, let me. I so a hundred meters is that further than a hundred yards? Uh, I think a hundred meters is just a little more than a hundred yards. A hundred yards. Uh, seventy meters equals seventy-six point fifty-five yards. So yards are a little more. Okay. Right. So you'd probably need like an eighty-nine meter. Head start, am I correct? Whatever he would give me. But, uh, yeah, and that wouldn't be enough. 100 meter, 100 meter track and field would equal just over 109 yards. Okay. So, so he ran 109 yards in 10 seconds. That's, what, 10 yards a second? That's moving. <laughs> if you're a racehorse, that's moving. That's you know? moving. I bet Dalton. I bet uh, Esquire's truck here doesn't go much faster than that. 
<laughs> Why do you think it has a sail on the top of it? You know, oh, a good strong wind. He needs geez. all the help he can get. You know? Hey man, I get sixteen miles to the gallon, and that we thing call you're that right. thing the rolls canardly. It rolls down one hill and canardly make it up the next. <laughs> <laughs> So God willing, I'll only have to deal with it one more who year. Who let you so. on this show? I don't. You <laughs> did, didn't you? But it's no, Dalton. That no. car's paid for, right? It's been yeah, paid. Yeah, yeah. No. It was my replacement when the no. tornado flipped my other one. So it's been it's paid, paid for well. since 1966. Yeah, 2000, yeah. actually. <laughs> okay. No, you're right, Kelly. A banner year. John uh, Warren, McKinley West, all, all these kids. Uh, tremendous, tremendous uh, track and And it's cool now because now the the coaches have that. On their resume, right. So now, if if Southern Miss was not on the radar for premier track athletes across the South, they are now. You know, well, no question. And I gather your home state track and field must be pretty big if they're having this national meet there. The Drake relays that, that Drake uh, housed by Drake University is always one of the premier uh, collegiate um, events mm-hmm. every year. We used to, in fact, it was so big, Bob, um, growing up in school, elementary school, high school, whatnot, where the kids here take off for Mardi Gras. The kids in, in Iowa would get that time off of the Drake Relays. Really? So that you could you could go and watch the Drake Relays. Yeah, it's and really I, big. I would think in the Big 12, track and field, pretty big. Yes. Iowa State, universities like and, that. And, it, and it's surprising, too, because a lot of those schools, you know, the Kansas schools, Iowa, uh, Nebraska, you know, you're all in the Midwest, and it's pretty pretty cold in the mm-hmm. spring, mm-hmm. you know. So the fact that uh, that it is, is popular is pretty so cool. So aren't all college football coaches looking for kids that can run 100 meters in 10.09 seconds? You're, you're seeing a lot of that. Um, uh, you Remember Willie Galt? He used to play for the Bears. Right. He was a track guy and actually made the Olympic team as a bobsledder. He was a, a, mm-hmm. on, on the bobsled team. Um, John Ross out of the University of Washington, who is a receiver for the Bengals, mm-hmm. he had a track background mm-hmm. you're seeing you you are seeing more and more interchangeable you know track athletes and football Going players way way back uh there was a guy who played for the dallas cowboys bob hayes fastest bob bullet hayes fastest man alive he was the fastest man alive at one point that's with, right with track and field sprints and that's why I was, I was picking on mckinley i said well you must have stone hands because right. if you run that fast i'm going to put you on the football field great conversation with mckinley west and we wish him nothing but the best as uh, time rolls on all right when we come back we'll wrap up this week's edition of the Eagle Hour. Welcome back, everybody. This segment is sponsored by Gulfport Home Center. Great selection of pre-manufactured housing down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, If you're in the market uh, for a new home, uh, perhaps a a camp, a hunting camp, or just a variety of things, a vacation place to go to on the weekends, 
go see our good friends at Gulfport Home Center. We thank them very much for their support. You can, of course, check them out online as well. What a week, Kelly. Here's who we've had this week. Eric Horde, Stevie Powers, track coach John Stewart, All-American track star John Warren, uh, All-American track star McKinley West, Hunter Slater, Storm Cooper. Man. When, when, you, when you're on the varsity, right? Right. You want to do this show. Right. The, the, the Eagle Hour is the trendy thing to, to want to be on. And, and as evidenced by the fact that look at all the remotes we're getting to do, which we love. We, we love, love getting we out of the studio. It. Next week, we're going to be at Solar Solutions in Laurel, Mississippi. It'll be our first visit over there. We're very excited about that. Next Friday afternoon, window tinting, all sorts of things for your automobile. We look forward to learning more about their business. Which I actually had my neighbors pay for my window tinting. Did you know that? Because I yeah. drive around in the summertime without a shirt on. Oh, so they pitched in to make sure you're... you're <laughs> so they figured uh-uh. it was cheaper than paying for therapy <laughs> they, for anybody else. <laughs> Turn Dalton's mic. Oh, wait a minute. He's the one that pushes yeah. the button. Yeah. Why do I have that thought now? I'm, I'm afraid it's going to be in my head all weekend. See, there you go. Seeing me drive around without a shirt on. Yeah. Have you ever seen that, David? Sutton sitting over there. No. <laughs> no. He's not, no he's not, he doesn't want to. Either. Nor should you have to. So no. thanks to my neighbors for uh, no, chipping no. in there. So, you know, the first Friday of every month, we're at Ramey Motors. We always enjoy that. The last Friday of every month, we're at Sully's, which means next weekend we're going to be at Solar Solutions on Friday. Right. And the Friday after that, Kelly Santer, back to Sully's. We need to get, like, the T-shirts printed, like, you know, yeah. the remote tour 2019 yeah, there you right. you know, like those rock and roll bands used to do u.s uh open golf championship is underway and we're going to have a pga guy on the show monday tell us about that yeah glenn natchik who used to play at uh, at southern miss he's canadian born and recruited out of canada uh was, was probably the most uh, prolific southern miss grad to to hit the the pga tour and um and he is uh i think he's living in florida now but we were able to, to and of course he said eagle hour let me check my schedule. Of course I'll do of it. Of course he did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about a U.S. Open recap and then get to talk about his playing days at Southern Miss. Uh, I think Monday he's coming on the show, huh? Also next week, and I bet you know something about this kid being an Oak Grove guy in the past as you were. Samantha Papp is uh, really, I think, considered was considered to be the leader of the Lady Eagle softball team the last couple of years. She's going to be on the show Wednesday. She's a kid from Oak Grove, I think. She was, yeah, she was just as good at Oak Grove. And then, and mm-hmm. it's always – you always love to see the local kids do well. And it can – no disrespect to Matt Warner and, of course, our buddy Storm that was on here earlier. But when you see the local kids flourish – that is a win-win with capital letters. Right. You know, so, and yes, and Samantha, the citizenship awards that she's won, the way that mm-hmm. she gives back to the community, uh, everybody's very, very proud of Samantha. I know the last time we talked to uh, Coach Wendy Hogue right before she left, uh, right after she had announced she was leaving, she had nothing but enormous praise about this kid, Samantha. And, and maybe maybe we'll know a little bit more on the on the softball coaching search, too, right. you know, because that, that's been underway now for two or three weeks. Usually there's, you know, some announcements along along those lines. So uh, lots of good stuff coming up on the Eagle Hour, and we do enjoy going on the road. So we're looking forward to being at Solar Solutions. We look forward to going back to Sully's and Ramey's, and we'll come to your place. Let us know. Reach out to our sales department, and uh, we're open to going anywhere. And, you know, really, when you think about it, Bob, the way, especially at our age, when we joke about being old because, well, we are. Right. But when you blink an eye, football season's going to be here. Right. I mean, the next thing you know, the football guys are going to be on campus ready to, I mean, ready to go at it full blast for a late August yeah. in an opener. 
And so. I, you know, I'm concerned about hiring you. We can't we can't let a Bengal Redskins Super Bowl affect our friendship, Kelly. It, we just can't. Well, you know what? If that happens, we'll worry about it at that time. <laughs> at that time, some, some tells me. Yeah, that some it, tells me that we're yeah, not going to really have. It's to impossible. We're going to really have to be too very well concerned about that. No, you're right, man. Football is uh, football is just around the corner. And and really, with the upgrades that have been made, well, I, I shouldn't say upgrades. With the experience now, it's still you know not a lot of experience on on that offensive line last year. Mm-hmm. But with the additional experience, with the new offensive line coach and some tweaking on the coaching staff. That Coach uh, Munkin has made. Coach Munkin, listen to me. I'm going back. Coach Hobson has made. It would not surprise me at all. Now, look, and I know you're going, oh, of course he's going to say that. He's on the Eagle Hour. One of the criticisms I get as a host is that sometimes I'm too hard on the Golden Eagles. I'll say, man, you know, ease up a little bit. But I got to call it the way I see it. But I'm telling you, even though they have a brutal off uh, conference schedule, you know, with some of those SEC teams, Southern Miss can win. Conference USA next year, possibly so. Yeah. I, I think this coming yeah. season they have a, a legitimate shot. To I win think it. what's key to them is to come out of the first month two and two. I mean, I think they have to try to come out of not that that affects the conference, but just overall, you know, the psyche of the football team. Because you've got Alcorn, obviously, should win that pretty easy. Uh, you got a Troy game at Troy, no gimme there. Right, right. At Mississippi State, at Alabama. But if you win the conference championship, right, that's what matters. That that that's going to put you right back on track, and that's what people want to see. That's what I said about baseball. Regionals are great. Winning the conference championship's got to be your first goal every year. every year. All right, Kelly and I, you're here with me uh, Monday. You'll be back Monday. Yeah, but here a good bit of uh, next week. Right, I think so Kelly off. and I back Monday. I guess uh, Esquire will be here too. Uh, as long as he doesn't get any, you know, like really and, busy engagements. And, and the Rolls Canardly holds up over oh, the weekend. And the old Canardly, yes. <laughs> so until then, Esquire, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.